welcome to uh, the even worse idea of all time podcast. My name, Je m'appelle Jamie. Welcome to Wherever You Are. That's an old song lyric. I don't remember the song, but uh, maybe you can do a bit of... Maybe you recognize it. Maybe you can do a bit of Google sleuthing. Um, well, now I want to know what it was. Oh, I'm not going to Google it. Yeah, we can do that afterwards. Uh, we put it in the show notes. What's your What's your name? My name's Alistair. Uh, I'm your co-host today. I'm your only co-host today because Oliver uh, has taken ill. He he doesn't have the Rony Rona, but he does have a sinus infection, which has laid him low. So it's just me and Jamie tonight, um, watching Twilight. And uh, you say watching Twilight. That that is the case. We are still watching the film as we record this. We've got it on in the background. Uh, Alistair, a very busy man, a man about town, a man with various social engagements, uh, and so to 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 squeeze in time for Jamie and this film. Uh, we're, we're recording as the film goes, which we haven't done before, and um, it's interesting to, because we've got the subtitles on. Oh, there's much really, uh, as Alice was saying to me just before, not much dialogue in this sort of sequence we're watching anyway because uh, we've sort of come into the last, last half hour of the film and uh, right now there's a battle happening on the screen. Um, they're actually all running. Oh, Jake, uh, Edward's just done a big jump. Uh, it must be quite hard for some of the Volturi to... They've got a really, like, full-on run through this fake snow, but a lot of them have quite heavy-looking robes on, mm. and you can kind of see some of them just struggling a bit to to run with with the robes on. But, uh, you know, they're all pretty game. They're making a good go of it, so God bless them. Did you say pretty gay? Pretty game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also a heavy coat just just capes sort of in general seem like they would be a real hindrance if you're yeah yeah, fucking alec the one with the face like a smacked ass he's just sort of he was really struggling with it with his you know he's batting it around as he ran across the field it's like this would actually not be a problem if you took a little page out of the cullen booklet and wore a sort of sort of duffel jacket exactly leather jacket sure i mean you you know you're really dating yourself to the the early 2010s but in a pinch, you're nimble, you're agile, you're loose. You're just a little bit less likely to get your goddamn head ripped off as Alec is about to find out. Uh, his, his head is now being ripped off. The subtitles say, Crunch, Wolves, Bark and Growl. <laughs> uh, Alistair, I know we're still in the process of, of watching the film, but I wanted to ask you, what have you thought so far? How have you found the watch this week? Have you enjoyed yourself? Have you not enjoyed yourself? I certainly haven't enjoyed myself. Um, perhaps because it's not over yet. But the film has felt like it's gone reasonably quickly. Mm. Um, honestly, I've been pretty not engaged with it. Fuck, that's a good jump. <laughs> um, I love it when they jump with their kind of with their hands stretched forwards. Um, the Volturi, because yeah, Jamie just mimicked it very well, but that was. Uh, sadly, <laughs> visual content and thus Shut lost on Shut all of you. In a video. Uh, maybe later. Alistair, you can. I can film you, but I don't think that's good audio content. So I maybe let's. I think it's good audio content. <laughs> okay. I'll, you hold the mic and film me at the same time. Okay. Uh, sure. If that, if that works. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know now I'm, I'm filming. Okay. This is what I did. I mean. 
Yeah. I did so because I'm quite close to you, I couldn't really get all of your hands in. So it doesn't look good. Uh <laughs> Yeah, probably like I probably won't post that anywhere. That that's just for me. That's just for Jamie. You have a little Jamie's fucking updated his look. Uh so that's a nice for all of us. What did you think of the movie, Jamie? I fucking loved it. Oh, no, really? No, no, that's a joke. Actually, to be honest with you, have found this watch one of the harder ones. Oh. Uh, you, you said for you it felt like it's been going by quite quickly. This film has felt like a real fucking slog for me, Alistair, to tell you the truth. Um, it has a, I don't know. I'm probably putting a bit too much venom behind it. I haven't oh, been like, it, I haven't venom been actively been hating it or anything. It just, it's just felt like fuck. I'd really rather be watching anything else. Mm. I say anything. I probably, I don't, I'd rather not watch like a beheading or something. But you know, any other genuine anything, entertainment anything short of a snuff. <laughs> yeah, anything that's meant as a, you know. Uh, is a good watch um, but yeah no, look it it's it's fine film. it's not yeah it is there's so much there's just so much fucking empty space where it's just reaction shots and scenes just going on like like minutes longer than they really need to mm. but then you know if you edited all that out then this movie could plausibly be done in like a half hour yeah. and uh, it's just I don't know like it's yeah. uh, look, we we like to, we like to rip into it, you know. Yeah. You you, you got to be negative, but but then also, well, ha- I mean, if it was a good film, I'd happily be positive. But it's, it's maybe not. Would you still be twenty watches in? Do you think? Tw- twenty two watches in? Yeah, I think I think I could probably still appreciate the kind of technical or objective merits yeah. of the film, but even like- if I wasn't deriving a ton of actual joy from them, I think you could still look at me like, yep, yeah, okay, like still. Yeah, I am appreciating what's being done here. I do wonder though, like if you're just having a discussion about it, right? Mm. You know, I, I wonder if you would necessarily mention. I'm not. I'm not saying, oh, twenty twenty watches and you're going to hate whatever you're watching. Cause mm. It's not necessarily true, but I feel like in terms of discussion of it, you probably would be talking about things at that point that you don't like, I suppose, probably. or things that you change. I don't know. Look, what I'm getting at is. It's good to take a bit of time and be a little bit positive about the film. Look at the whole picture and say, hey, it might be fucking shit. It might be a poor film. It might be a a low energy piece of poo with uh, cheap looking makeup and costuming. A little bit of Dido. Uh, I love Dido. We all love Dido. Um, Okay, um, look, what I'm getting at here, Alistair, in a very roundabout way is that I want you... Quickly, Caius dies. He runs into battle screaming and then immediately gets his head ripped in half. I want you to tell me what your shining light of the film was this week. A little moment... Which brought you some joy? Honestly, that moment just then when uh, Marcus gets kind of ripped in half. Oh, he doesn't get ripped in half. What happens is that two vampires run at him very quickly from either side, and they kind of he 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 holds his arm. He t poses basically, and they run into his arms from opposite sides, and then he just kind of like he he, he breaks about so easily. He breaks about so easily. It's as if they were trying to like spin him around really quickly. But he he just stays rooted at the spot, so his torso just kind of twists itself apart. Um, 
He also says, at last. It's yeah. just... it's he, a, wa- he wants to die. He wants to die. Um, presumably because he's realised he's never going to make it as a band camp uh, <laughs> SoundCloud rapper. Um, but, yeah, look, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe that... There have been no bits that have really genuinely brought me joy. Well, there was one bit that you pointed out and you said was going to be your shining light. So I was uh, was fascinated that you didn't choose that. Do do you... I guess you weren't entirely sure about it. I've been kind of looking out for one that supersedes that. Because even that, it was like, oh, yeah. Do you want to say what that is or do you want to save that for if you need it in in the future? Oh, fuck. It was just Marcus's scarf. I don't even think... Oh, wait. No, no. I was thinking of something else again. Shit, you've you've taken quite a lot away from the film. Well, I'm always on the lookout. What what I thought you were going to... Because this this is what you said at the time was going to be your shining light was there. Uh, This is not my shining light. Let me just say. I'm, I'm just... Just discussing it. Uh, was there? There's a bit when um, Edward and Bella are just fucking. Hmm. They're just fu- oh, hot yeah. to fuck. And there's a bit where, um, Alistair, I think you thought that there was sort of a transition between their faces. Yeah. So what I thought was happening, because it's a very kind of stylized scene. Mm. It's, it's almost somewhat impressionistic. And at some point, it looked like there was a kind of like a really subtle fade where it was was Bella's face and then Edward's face, kind of in the same position. Uh, and I thought, oh, that's a nice that's a nice little effect to kind of you know show the merging of these two these two beings, these two souls, these two bodies. <laughs> um, but honestly, I could have just been kind of slightly zoned out and it could have just been a single shot of a face. Who's to say, really? So, look, what Alice is saying is there's lots to take away from the film. The film is uh, a bevy of uh, wonderful filmmaking. Uh, uh, a bevy of beautiful, bodacious shots. And a, a real... Uh, and product placement for Jansport. <laughs> class A example of cinema. Cinema. Kino. Uh, do you remember the daily Kino? I don't know. Who's that? Kino spelt differently to the Kino in regards to film. It was K-E-N-O. It was a daily lottery draw. I I imagine the the money stakes were not particularly high, but I remember because if you're doing it every day, like surely... I definitely pronounce that as more the daily Kano. (laughs) I I think you're doing that just because you're a little contrarian bitch. Oh, yeah. You're not wrong there, Jamie. Uh, the, the, the Daily Kino, the, the, they uh, came on every afternoon and they would uh, show off the numbers for that day uh, and, the, and they would each be, there was a, a photograph in which that number was represented in a different way. You know, maybe there was the number seven shaved into the back of someone's head. Uh, maybe, That's you know, good. five was painted on a fence post. Uh, and I used to enjoy it. It had a funky little tune along with it. And I and I used to like, you know, the way that they would visually represent these numbers. Mm. Uh, a real highlight of my afternoon is a sort of five to ten-year-old. If you had to kind of select a highlight of, say, the last two hours, mm-hmm. uh, specifically in regards to a moment of this film, yeah. what would that be? Uh, would you say a shining light, maybe? Is that sort of what you're getting uh, at? I would if that if that wasn't copyright infringement. Uh-huh. Well, my shining light then uh, was an aerial shot, because there are some good aerial shots. We, we bag this yeah. movie, but there's some good aerial photography. Oh, like they do some good drone work. And occasionally a good piece of score to a account. Actually, it's interesting you say drone. Obviously, I it's drone. Well, I, I don't actually know. Uh, drone shots probably fairly common in productions these days, but this is like nearly a decade ago. I, 
That's true. I wonder if that one, that might have just been a helicopter shot at that point in time. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure when drones started becoming mainstream in film production. One for the drone heads out there. <laughs> uh, look, there's a there's a specific dr- aerial shot that I'm referencing. No, the I don't start of the fans film. of this band Sun. I mean, the flying robots. Yeah. No, no, I got you. Um, there's an aerial shot of Jacob riding a motorbike. It's got a sweeping bit of music behind it, a sweeping bit of score. Uh, and it just I think it's just got a good atmosphere to it. Mm. It's, it's, it's epic, yet at the same time, sort of uh, serene as he coasts down this Pacific Northwest stretch of road. Mm. Oh, to be a motorcyclist on some Northwestern American roads, eh? Yes. I think one of my least favorite things in this film like one of the things that really just kind of grates across my brain watching it every week is the fucking it's just like all the sound effects all the foley stuff it's like whenever they jump there's a whooshing sound whenever they run there's like a kind of a, a, a rush of air and stuff and it's just it's just every single thing has a little sound effect that kind of bombards the senses it's just like being slapped in the face with this battle's over by the way just to let you know. yeah we're now we're now doing some sort of serene music um that they're all saying goodbye and i i don't know it just it just really like and it's so it's so like cartoonish as well it does not realistic sound effects at all um so i don't know it really kind of gets to me uh watching the movie every week and it's just like oh fucking really did you need that in the ah what, but I mean, what, what, what else? At, at sometimes there's just like, it just seems so barren. It's like, fucking, yeah. why not chuck some zany Oh, yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, like, it would just be a, a kind of weird, empty movie without it. But, like, I think it's just it's just one of those things where watching it over and over again, you really start to notice. Mm. Like, first time you watch it, you just don't. I mean, probably a lot of movies do similar stuff. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Look, I'm sure this. I'm sure this film doesn't stand Fuck alone, that. and it's well. What does that outfit say? What is what is Bella's outfit? Say Bella's here? wearing a short sleeve tee over a long sleeve tee, and let me just tell you, Alistair. Uh, let me just channel the spirit of Oliver right now. Just, I just got to get it out there. That outfit really fucking screams Bella. One thing Bella really likes to do is have long sleeves on her shirts. Yeah. Um, so that they kind of c- cover up her. Uh, the, I don't know the lower half of her hand yeah she does the classic sort of awkward shy person thing that I myself have done many a time in my 24 years mm. where you sort of pull the sleeve down of your mm. shirt and sort of hold it over your it's hard, it's hard to sort of describe without you know me being able to visually show you but when you just sort I think, of I think people can probably broadly you retreat your thumb thumb into your sleeves and you're sort of clutching you know yeah just sort of yeah. hiding it hiding your hands really she, she does that a lot yeah, it's just that I don't know yeah that that, that that particular look but you know it's it's consistent so she's nothing she's nothing if there. not consistent exactly look he is in the attic getting up to no good Alistair the Vampire. Let's call it. Yeah, just, yeah, just, just, I don't just a brief. I, don't, I, I still don't know the theme team that well. So. Okay, do you want me to teach it to you? Uh, no. No? No, I don't think so. That's fair enough. I'll just try to sing along every time and get a bit more each each week, I think. That's, that's fine. Um, it's actually, I, th- I think, I think it's actually my turn, but you sort of raised something 
while watching the film. So I, th- I think you should probably, you know, t- take it and run with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to feel this one. So what I noticed this time is that when he, he jumps up, he's like, if anyone needs me, I'll be in the attic. And... <laughs> Jumps up. I don't even think he says if anyone needs me. I, I, I think he just says I'll be in the attic. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, true. That would be much I don't know, outgoing for him. Thing if anyone. But anyway, he jumps up onto this kind of. I don't know. I mean, also, Born how many how many attics can you access from the outside of the house? Because what he does is kind of jump onto this high balcony, where presumably yeah. he's going to go into the attic. But the thing is, most attics. You, you don't have typically egress uh, to the outside world. Okay, well, either either he thinks that just sort of the top story of a house is called an attic, mm. or he's just like, well, obviously I've got to get to that second. I suppose it's conceivable that there's some sort of entry exit way. That's anyway, it's weird. He could just, just call it. Just saying, just saying. It's a bit weird. If he can't access the attic, you think it's from, weird? Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. If he can't, but pretty weird. It's very weird. If he can't access the attic from the exterior, which you probably can't, why doesn't he just go through? The, why doesn't it's he? Just a bit weird. Through? He's a weird guy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, anyway. So he jumps onto this high balcony, and then he kind of looks down. And to me, it really—they all kind of look out at him a bit like nonplussed, as you would if someone said, "Fuck you, I'll be in the attic," uh, and then kind of jumped jumped halfway up your house um so they all just kind of look up at him and then he kind of turns and looks goes into the attic and i kind of read that this week as him just waiting for someone to say oh no don't go into the attic alistair we really want to hang oh, out alistair, with you please please oh, don't, don't, come, no, don't be like that come, come play on. come play super smash no, bros with us come down you'll be fine don't, come play mario so kart to see you come on um, come be, on we just got a switch don't be such a silly goose anyway come on and they they don't they just staring at him, all right fucking see you later on then i guess and he, so he goes into the attic and i imagine he's just kind of sitting up there feeling awkward and quite shy and not really knowing how to come out of the attic uh, <laughs> yeah he's like well if i come down now then i've sort of admitted defeat yeah be like oh hello I've, you i've conceded the uh the physical and the social high ground mm. that i've claimed uh anyway so basically i think he's just a dick yeah yeah, yeah. no no i think that's a good um I think that's a good way to sum it up, really. Uh, I do want to point out now that the credits are rolling, and it's made me very pleased actually. When I saw, um, when I saw the sort of sun not set, but when when when, when the camera shoots up into the clouds and signals the end of the battle, I thought, "Fuck yes, we've managed to sort of get through the battle without really having to endure it," because obviously we've been talking over it. Uh, and I'm very happy to see these credits roll past now. Look, Alistair, I've got. A, I keep saying, "Look." I mean, I do genuinely do that anyway, but it's it's, no it's a transition point for me. Alistair, I have a question for you. Go for it, mate. And I'm hoping you can, hoping you can uh, give me an answer. Mm. There is a moment in the film. We're in Italy. Mm. Pic- picture, picture this. We're in Italy. Okay. I'm picturing rolling meadows. Yep. I'm picturing vineyards. Okay. I'm picturing. Tomatoes. That's fine. You can picture all that. Well, this bit is strictly interior. So it's, it's, it's good to have all that stuff as a base, but not necessary uh, in this sort of specific image. I'm picturing I'm- uh, a kind of a small Tuscany farmhouse. I'm picturing 
leaves drying on the walls. I'm picturing old peasant women uh, gutting her hair. Right. Well, that, that's good. It's certainly evocative. But um, no, so, sort of think maybe more um, yeah, quite quite a fancy interior, uh, brick columns. I'm picturing the Vatican. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, that sort I'm of. I'm picturing Pope Francis. Oh how? Fuck's sake! Oh, Siri's Siri's been listening to that. <gasps> Well, Siri, yeah. just, Siri just listened to all of that. Um, we, are, we are being constantly watched by our, thanks our technology. For, thanks for interrupting our bit. Uh, look, scale it down again. It's smaller than the Vatican. W- would you say even it's what's happening on screen right currently? Yeah, actually, yeah. it's sort of in the background of that shot. Uh, we see the Volturi. Mm. We see Aro. Mm. We see Caius. Mm. We see Marcus. Mm. Uh, we see... What's the name of the one who's from Denali? Arena, she's there. Uh, look, the Volturi are engaged in, a, in an activity. They are what I would describe as reading. Aro, in particular, has a very weighty tome. And what I want to know is, do you want me to drag this out a bit longer? No, no, no. Uh, I'm pretty sure of the information I have in my head, but I just don't want to get it. Okay. Well, I want to know, Alistair Armstrong. Of Wellington, New Zealand, yes. born in oh, fuck now <laughs> Norwich. What is Aro reading? He's reading the Good Food Cookbook by I hope Nadia Lim. <laughs> Did a, a frantic bit of googling, but it yielded no helpful results. So I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say it. He's looking to expand his palate. He's also been reading uh, salt, fat, heat, acid. No? There's another one. There's another one that tells you how to cook. He's been reading a lot of cookbooks. Funny you mention Nadia Lim because there's a Nadia Lim cookbook on this very table. Oh, fuck yeah. That our Veggie full? Yes. Oh, bloody love that one. Some great recipes. Do you actually, are you actually familiar? uh, Yeah, my my parents have it uh, being vegans themselves and uh pretty pretty into it it's a very good book uh, a lovely recipe in there for sort of a um curried cauliflower dish mm-hmm. which i would recommend have you tried the the harissa one no i have not i've, I've bloody good got it for my birthday uh my girlfriend lizzie bought it for me and so i've only really done the one thing from it but i'm very keen to dive in and, and, and cook oh, more look, from I, I can wholeheartedly recommend several of the the recipes in there do you know actually if you go to uh the website nadialim.com what why there are there are four actors that play Renesmee as a five year old? Yeah, those just. I guess it's just the digital. The, the, well, no, I would assume it's the or the bodies when Renes when Sandins? yeah when Renesmee is not yeah. when she's old enough she gets played by Mackenzie Foy but when she's youngish they still CGI the face and I imagine because you don't actually need any of the physical I, features. That I kind have. of just assumed it was Andy Circus. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, it's a fair assumption. Uh, I mean, I can really just see him getting handed over from, from uh, what's of it, Rosalie to... <laughs> just a full Just a full just size a- Andy, Andy Circus, circus being cradled in her arms, yeah. I'd love to see that. Uh, so would I. Uh, look, what I was going to say is, if you go to NadiaLim.com and you enter the code even worse at the checkout... You can get 100% off the book. She'll just send you the book for free. She'll send you the book for free and uh, a tomato. 
Yeah. Uh, she won't wrap the tomato and it will probably get squished. So Yeah. It's, it's all through the pages of the book. But that's, like bit, for free. that's the downside. Yeah. That you get the book, but it's coated. I mean, it's still legible. Like, you can still yeah. read. Like, it's fine. Like, obviously, if you were to go to a store and buy Sometimes it and it was riddled in tomato. Sometimes the pages stick together and then they can yeah, kind of rip when you yeah, open Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's mostly fine. It's like, mostly fine. Yeah. As, I, as I'm saying, if you, if you went and bought that and it was like that, you'd be furious. You'd be like, what the hell? It was... Tomato all through my book, oh, but you're getting for it free. free. What the hell are you complaining Fucking about? Get down. Fucking, and that's you know, like that's a, it's a personal touch. It's straight from the author. She she put that tomato in that's there a, herself. That's that's a tomato ripened on the vines in her very backyard. Exactly. The sweat off her brow used to plant those vines. Yeah. Trees. She vines. might also wipe the sweat from her brow onto the book. You probably won't notice, though. Nah, that will sort of dry up and that'll be fine. Yeah, but yeah, when probably, she... I mean, to be honest, you're going to be pretty distracted with all the tomato in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a lot to handle. But look, a, a great free cookbook. Um, Alistair. I think Oliver requested we do a, a kissy kissy. Oh, segment. yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Okay, uh, kissy kissy. It's a European one, but did both yeah. sides. Um, there you go, Oliver. That's for you. Hope you can... Uh, you, hope you... On yeah, the up and up. Chum. Hope you hope, hope you're dreaming of us kissy kissying right now. Um, no, I am. I was going to close us out with a team segment, but before then, do you want any free time, Alistair? Anything you want to get off your chest, or are you you good? Not really. Not if really. anyone has any jobs going, mm. let me know. Mm. Looking for work. You can reach out to us on the Facebook page with job opportunities. Yeah. Or you can email us at evenworseidea at gmail.com. Do check that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's part of my, like, on my oh, nice. phone mailbox. I have it all. Have, have it all there. Have we ever got any emails? Uh, yeah, we've got a, we've had a few. We've had a few fan emails. Oh, well, nice. I mean, we've read, we've, when we've had them, we've read them out. Yeah, so yeah, 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 I'm yeah. not going to sit here and pretend like we've got hundreds that we just leave on scene. Uh, hey, send us an email even if you don't have job opportunities. If you do want to, yeah. If, I quite if, like email. That's the thing. If you get in touch with us in any way, we'll probably mention it. We'll, pro- we'll probably read it out. It's so a big event for us. If you want to, you know, if, if you... Not to sound desperate or anything. Oh, we are desperate. If, you, if, if you're pining right. for a bit of airtime, fucking go ahead. Flick, it, flick us you're a message. You're the type of person who just gets your bloody rocks off by having your name read out on a kind of pretty unsuccessful podcast <laughs> then fucking write in and we will we will absolutely do what we can for you uh well in that case alistair a quick question for you to cap off our time on the pod i just ask away what I team are you on this week let me just let me just quickly actually uh sort of because i we, we do this team segment and if you're someone who's hasn't been listening since ep1 sort of the, the origin is I, i'm not sure if you were around in the time of when, when these films were coming out but a big a big trend was that people would sort of because honestly they were i don't well i would assume so but 10 year olds listen to the podcast i'd like to think they do but mm. <laughs> not in a sinister way alistair i just Good. hope that we have a wide ranging fan base. Oh, i just don't know what we'd offer really and also, insight I don't, think, I don't think it's necessarily appropriate no no lots of lots of swears lots if of sex 10, talk and listening to this maybe you know check with your mum and dad yeah um Fuck now! What, I don't know. I don't, I don't even. Okay, know. Oh, people was, used to be Team Edward or Team Jacob. Yeah, because we cause it was a love are team. Lots of people. Uh, this week I was Team.
Marcus. <laughs> I hope people will think, did I pause this by accident? Uh, I'm Team Benjamin because he has he goes, I'd like to hear about it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Thanks for listening. Everyone.